The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently, we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat Good day, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show, where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at Sons of Liberty Media.com. And for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the faces made for radio. Head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com. Excuse me. And there you're going to see two videos at the top of the page. The one on the left side is Bradley's show from yesterday. So if you didn't get a chance to see that and you want to check that out, you can do so up until three o'clock this afternoon. And um, Bradley and him are having some celebratory things going on. So he asked me late last night if I'd take the show. So I'll be with you at three o'clock Eastern today for two hours. And uh, that's going to be a it's going to be a little different for me getting all those commercials in there and everything. I'm not used to that, uh, and it's been a while since I've done the afternoon show. So I'll see you guys, Lord willing, uh, in the afternoon uh, today on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. On the right side of the page is where we're at. Click on the play button, blow it up on whatever device you've got there, and then look for the Rumble icon in the bottom right-hand corner. Click on that. You can join us in the chat on Rumble. We've got some friends over there on Rumble. Good to see you guys. Good morning to you, and uh, happy weekend, by the way. Uh, you made it through another week. The Lord's brought you through it. And, uh, <clears throat> yep, you've got the weekend, uh, a day of rest, um, and uh, to not only worship the Lord, but also uh, to have your batteries recharged, if you will, for the coming week. Um, <clears throat> that's where you can catch us there. We are streaming live to Rumble. Sons of Liberty Radio Live is the channel. Please subscribe to the channel there if you go over there. And then also, before it's news.com, top of the page there. And we thank Michael Roach and his team for giving us a spot on their platform as well. Right up under where we're streaming live is where you can sign up for our email newsletter. It goes out between 7 and 8 Eastern. All the articles at sonsoflibertymedia.com, including the Morning Show Archive. Okay, and you guys who are seeing that, this is the one for yesterday. That's the Morning Show Archive. You click on that, you get the video podcast, all the links, any of that stuff, videos that we played, all that. Uh, you'll see that at sonsoflibertymedia.com. <clears throat> if you want our ministry email, again, that's going to be going out on Saturdays once a week. Go to sonsoflibertyradio.com, and you can sign up for that right off the front page. In fact, I just got it done, uh, sent it off for approval 
And uh, so I'll get that later on after the show and that will go out sometime today. So if you get over there now and you want that, there's some exclusive content there, pictures and things from the event that Bradley did this week in Arizona. So if you're interested in that, sign up for that sons of Liberty radio dot com and i don't know where kate is <laughs> uh <clears throat> sent her the link had everything set i don't know where she is so what i'm going to do is i'm just going to kind of pick up some things here that i pulled up that i want to uh, share because i some some of you might think well i'm sick and tired of hearing it i'm sick and tired of hearing it too i'm sick and tired of hearing the propaganda i'm tired of hearing the about the trans delusionals, the transgressors. Um, I, I'm I'm sick and tired of hearing about the LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ stuff. I'm just sick of it. And now we've got, uh, you know, what's his name? Matt Walsh coming out with uh, his video. <clears throat> what is a woman? And I sat here this morning and I thought, what is the mental and spiritual state of a nation or a country, or a state, or a county, or a city, or a community that can't figure out what a woman is. Seriously, there is something wrong there. It is a mental illness. That's traditionally what it's been said. The Bible says it's God turning them over to a reprobate mind. And I don't think it's just, I'm going to tell you, I don't think it's just the people who are doing what they're doing. That passage in Romans, as I've shown you this week, goes on to say all those who take pleasure in what they're doing, they're just as reprobate as those doing them. So today's show, you know, I asked Kate, I said, look, <clears throat> we're in this, I, I want to counter the narrative as much as I can. Uh, you guys know I'm not one that gets into uh, being salacious. I, I, I don't try to be gratuitous with the stuff because it's just embarrassing to, for even me to talk about. Paul says it's shameful to talk about the things that these people are doing. Of course it is. And it's shameful for the guy trying to warn and trying to tell people of what's going on of what they're doing. It's just incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to send Kate another message. I don't know if she's even on. I don't know. I don't know if anything's happened. I hope nothing's happened to her, but, uh, She's not responded to anything yet, so hopefully she's going to show up here shortly because um, this isn't really like her. She she may be a little bit late, but not not like this. So let me take you to a couple of things here. Romans 1, <clears throat> I'm going to read the whole chapter, but I want to focus on one thing here because we were talking about in this month where, you know, even the our, what our indentured servants that we've we've that people have voted in office. I haven't voted them in office because I'm I'm not going to give my consent to them to govern me. Um, because I don't know them, I don't know their character, and they end up showing it once they get in office. But I I don't I don't vote to put them in office. Plain and simple. Oh Tim, you're not doing your duty. If there ain't nobody there, I'm not voting for them. Sorry, ain't happening. Ain't happening. This is what Romans one says. <clears throat> Verse 26, for this cause, God gave them up to vile affections or unto vile affections, for even their women did exchange the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise, also the men 
leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly. And let me stop right there. So for those who come into the churches, they put on the religious garb, uh, they talk about God, they talk about the Bible and all this stuff, and they say they're Christian, but they engage in this behavior. And it is a behavior. This is not something you're born with. This is not like a skin color. It isn't like the way your hair grows or the, if your eyes are slanted or they're wide open or any of that. It's not things that, that you're born with. This is a choice that you make to depart from the natural order the Creator gave and to engage in behavior that is unnatural. Okay, But I want you to notice what it says. Men with men working that which is unseemly and, notice this, receiving in themselves that recompense of their error, which was meat. In other words, something happens inside them. They receive in themselves that recompense that uh, of their error, which was meat. Something happens to them internally. Okay. And as a result of that, they're, they're receiving that, that penalty for their error. So when, when you look to Romans, it's not just God turns them over to do this. It is reminiscent of what we read in 1 Corinthians, where you've got a man who is engaging his father's mother, or his father's wife, not his father's mother, his father's wife. And Paul says, you guys are puffed up about it. And so when you get together, you kick that guy out and then notice what he refers to. And I don't have the text pulled up. Matter of fact, probably I should pull that up because Katon uh, will bring her on in just a second. But let me pull that text up real quickly. Uh, I wasn't even planning on going there. So this is just kind of off the cuff. But <clears throat> I want you guys to see it. Because as when we had Dave Jose on, one of the things that he wanted to do was he said, he told me, he said, Tim, I go on shows and people don't want to show people the stuff. He says, you want to show them? I said, of course I want to show them. I want them to know this is real, that, that we're not just making stuff up. Um, so you've got these things going on. And uh, I pulled up the wrong place. I pulled up the wrong place. Um, I think I missed the chapter. Sorry. Uh, anyway. I'm not able to pull it up right quick. It's out of 1 Corinthians, and Paul tells them, he says, when you come together in the Spirit of the Lord, you kick this guy out, and the point is you kick him out to show them that among God's people, that's not tolerated. And so the purpose is that his flesh might be destroyed, that his soul might be saved. Okay, And, and those things shouldn't even, he, he says it isn't even named among the Gentiles. Uh, what this guy is doing. And we see in 2 Corinthians that the guy has obviously repented. And he's happy about that. I mean, Paul's happy about that. Good. This discipline worked. Aren't you happy when you discipline your child, children when they do something wrong? Isn't it nice to see that they learn from that and you don't have to discipline them again for it? They learn the lesson. 1 Corinthians 5. Thank you, Mr. Wordsworth. 1 Corinthians 5. Uh, I had six on my mind. I don't know why. Um, <clears throat> Let me let me pull it up real quick, and then we'll bring Kate on. Oh. Sometimes your little cursor here, and we're doing this live, so I apologize, but I, I do want you to see what's going on here and to see how the church is supposed to deal with such things. So here's what he says. 
1 Corinthians 5. Again, thank you, Mr. Wordsworth. Appreciate that. It is reported commonly that there is fornication among you. Remember, we talked about that word yesterday. It's the word where we get, it's the word porneo. It's the word where we get pornography. That's what it is. All right. This is any kind of sexual activity outside the bonds of marriage. And such fornication as is not so much as named among the Gentiles that one should have his father's wife. Okay. And you're puffed up. And have not rather mourned that he that hath done this deed might be taken away from among you. Now, I'm going to tell you something what I think here. I think the Corinthians are doing the same thing the modern American church does. Oh, it's okay that you sin. Everybody sins. Yeah, I know you're still doing it. But you've said Jesus is Lord. You've said the sinner's prayer. You're here among the body. You're a good person. And I think what they're doing is they're taking and, and telling this guy, you've got a license to do this because of grace. I, that's what I see going on. They're puffed up about it. See what the grace of God, it'll save you even though you're messing around with your father's wife. Ye, have pu ye are puffed up and have not rather mourned that he should have done this deed might be taken away from among you. For I verily as absent in the body, but present in spirit have judged already. Oh, Paul, you're not supposed to judge. Are you without sin cast the first stone? You were persecuting the church. You were killing Christians. But Paul says, I've already judged already, as though I were present concerning him that hath so done this deed. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, when ye are gathered together in my spirit and the power of our Lord Jesus Christ to deliver such an one unto Satan for the destruction of the flesh, that the spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. Your glorying is not good. See, they're glorying in this. They're puffed up. Know ye not that a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump? Purge out, therefore, the old leaven, that ye may be a new lump, as ye are unleavened. For even Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. And he's not talking about <clears throat> we're observing Passover per se. Not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. So you can see what he does. He, he puts them out. He deals with them in such a fashion. But as I read from you from one, Romans 1, one of the things that they do is they receive in their bodies, their own bodies, the penalty of their error. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And again, I think you can apply this even to heterosexuals who won't stay within the bonds of marriage. God gave marriage not as this thing to restrict you, but to protect you for the enjoyment of sexual intercourse, which is to be had between a man and a woman in marriage. And when you get outside of that and you become promiscuous um, and you engage in that kind of stuff, you're opening yourself up for a, a recompense for your error too, and we've seen that as well. So to help me do some of that uh, is our nurse and nutritionist, Kate Shimarani, and she is on with us this morning. So let me, let me play that little music. Good morning, Kate. Oh, morning. I'm really tired. Uh, I was at the Better Weight Conference uh, yesterday in Bath um, as a guest of uh, Dr. Tess Laurie, and uh, the talk uh, TNT radio were there. So I was in that room and then I did uh, some children's health defense TV interviews, but I met lots of really cool people and I got some, I was given a piece, a thousand pound piece of equipment here 
the testing for 5G. Um, so it was quite cool. And it was myself and a cam I took a camera guy with me. He's still there, actually. I'm supposed to be there three days. But anyway, um, so Simone Platt and I ended up because we're two women in a car. Uh, neither of us could even read the sat nav and so we ended up with what should have been a three-hour journey we left at like half seven eight o'clock stopped for a break we got in at um half past three in the morning so by the time i'd gone to bed the birds were up so i i feel like oh uh really 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 tired it was um it was very interesting yesterday because one of the companies that want, want me to affiliate and work with them which i was quite interested about um dr tina Piers was this nac product but when i'd finished interviewing them and filming they all told me there was only two genders <laughs> which was really well that's really great that's great that they recognize yeah, what's they right in front there's of us only two genders because what we were talking about which was interesting uh is slightly off topic but it is kind of on topic was um as i understand it um the the very famous doctor who looked at the testes of the gentleman um, who had been vaccinated and died and he'd actually had a couple of children beforehand but now um as he, Doc, dr burkhart and dr burkhart was the one who looked at the testes of a 28 year old man who died 140 days after one of the covid shots he had a healthy son before the injection and his testes, there was virt virtually no uh, spermatocytes in his testes, but it was just full of spike proteins. And Dr. Burkhart's just died, but he said, if if I were a woman of a fertile age, I would not plan a motherhood from a man who is vaccinated. Really interesting, and he showed all the slides. And um, I did a post on Twitter, which, um, Amazon declined my affiliate link. I'm really sad because it was over 200,000 views where I said, if you have had the COVID shot, um, you should be thinking of taking some natokinase, uh, some nanobromelene and some N-acetylcholine. So I did that and there were studies, sorry, studies to back that up. And I posted one of the studies. Anyway, I went to this conference and they're selling this NAC. Don't buy it yet till I've got my, they don't even have an affiliate link, but they're opening one just for me. <laughs> and um, this actually denatures the spike and they've proved it. So this was really interesting. And I really liked all the stuff that I was reading about it. So that was quite interesting because don't forget, you know, much as they're, um, they're saying that, uh, you know, with the injection is depleted, is it the P136 gene? And they're planning for this, zombie apocalypse and as i understand it um they're going to pulse three uh, 18 approximately 18 gigahertz in three successions that will break down the nano um lipid parcel and they've put marlberg in it as well as um there's loads of other stuff in there and actually celeste along told me about this almost three years ago that this is what they do and we do know that when um, uh, 60 gigahertz and up hits bacteria, fungi, mold, um, and viruses, if you believe they exist, they proliferate in an attempt to, to survive. And, yeah, and we're uh, gonna we're gonna actually, Kate, we're gonna actually talk with the Corey Hillis next week, a Lord willing, uh, about how the those EMFs, the 5G, whether they're towers or whether they're satellites 
are affecting heavy metals in the body and which one does the most damage. And I think some people will be kind of shocked at which one actually does the most damage uh, with the heavy metals. And we know the heavy metals are not just in the regular quote unquote vaccines, but they're in these experimental shots that they're giving out as well. Yeah. And um, I was given this by the engineer who designed it, this thousand pound piece of kit. And he put it on when we were there and I was, you know, there was a great big uh, cell mast. I was so shocked. And I says, why don't you give me this equipment? He says, oh, it's a thousand pounds. And I, I've designed it. I went, so who better to give it to than me? I said, I'll be out there with it and everybody will want to buy one. So anyway, he, he passed <laughs> it. Uh, that was how I actually bagged loads of stuff. We need and, to bring uh, that guy on the show is what we need to do. Yeah, well, I, I'm, I've already said that to them and these people. And um, so then I spoke to Karen Mans, uh, Karen uh, Churchill, who is one of the plaintiffs in the case um, with Michael Mansfield for the 5G. Um, it's, it's very interesting when you look at um, all of the documents, um, all of, of what the thing is, if they put everything in place, they're going to use it. They've already done all this zombie apocalypse stuff. We already know that um, they've loaded everybody up. What everyone's forgetting is it was also on the PCR, the hydrogel that infiltrates and um, replicates. They've put this technology on the PCR. That's why they wanted everybody to have one up their nose. Now, I was just listening to a lecture and the guy, it just clicked off as I came on the show. And I think he was about to say, Ben Bendazol. Um, 400 and something milligrams to combat this. Now, if that's what he was about to say, and I'm going to listen to it again, fenbendazole is a dog worming tablet. So it's an antiparasitic. So again, that goes back to why did these people get better? Because they were given uh, ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, which is an antiparasitic, glutathione. Um, I also was on, I am on Awake the Nation now every week as well on a Thursday. And I met a pediatrician, an American pediatrician who had his license revoked um, because he'd been given glutathione and ivermectin. And uh, anyway, we were going to do some work together. So that was really cool meeting him. And um, just to digress, Carrie Madej has got a piece of equipment from Corey for me. <laughs> She's there today. Uh and Carrie and I are in London on the on Thursday, the 7th of June, where I'll be like doing an interview discussion with her in front of a big audience at an altar. I won't really say where it is yet, but there's a lot of people coming and there's tea afterwards. It's a private thing. And hopefully TNT Radio are going to be there covering it. And I've also got Charlie filming it. So that's Carrie and I on Thursday. So maybe you might want to um, get that streaming Tim, you might want to have that. And if you do, I can organize that as well so that you can get it live as it's happening on Thursday. But we're going to be talking about all of this, about this lipid nanoparcel, what the, the 18 gigahertz or not can do. And um, I'm now totally 100%, and you can't sway me from it, 100% that the, the vaccine's just the bullet. It's not a vaccine, it's a bioweapon. But the, the gun is the 5G. The gun is the 5G. That's what it always was. And I, I do believe that what you're seeing being pushed down everyone's throats now with the whole LGBTQ, the how many genders there are, the fact that, as I understand it today, there is on the front cover of a magazine, there's, they're all on about um, 
uh, a trans man pregnant on a very um it's a very well-known magazine i thought i had it ready primed to come on the show but it's one of the big magazines and he's on there she's on there she is a woman that's why she's pregnant but now she's a man identifying as a man look they can be whatever they like they can identify but i don't have to believe it and i'm not believing it yeah we don't so, have to we don't have to go along with their delusion let me let me just show people kate real quickly this is this was just two items that came up in the um the main page that's a news page by um I think it's MSN because I use that browser for stuff with the Rumble channel. Uh, I use different browsers for whatever's logged in for different things. So I use this one for this. And that's all I use it for because I just don't like Microsoft browsers at all. But I open up the news page. So let me just give people a, a picture kind of what's going on. It's the same thing that you guys see when you open up any of these. It's, it looks like this, right? And so you've got your main ones going in here in and sort of the slider and you can scroll through them and you can see all this and you can see none of this is news none of this that i see i mean look as you scroll down does any of this look like it's news for the people no this is celebrity news mariah carey features on former builder who cares um they were the most beautiful twins who cares arnold schwarzenegger determines his final support of his son that doesn't affect anybody except arnold schwarzenegger and his son i mean this is what the news is today it reminds me of neil postman's excellent work called amusing ourselves to death he said he said when they would run the telegraph lines and they made that first transmission from london new york new york he said now news is going to be the queen has a cold she has sneezed today it will affect nobody it will be no, not newsworthy this is the kind of stuff that comes out however being this is they call it pride month look at this 70s rocker supports pride month after calling gender affirmation surgery a quote saturday well he's got that right i i kind of this is paul stanley of kiss i kind of wonder this guy kind of acts effeminate if you see him uh in his talks and stuff he just acts very effeminate but even he's saying this surgery stuff is just out there but he's just fine with uh people who want to engage in in sodomy or lesbianism and yes for the person who asked me the difference all you got to do is go to the dictionary you can see what a lesbian is they're not engaged in the same thing as the sodomite uh, the male penetrator the man lying with the man as the scripture says and then you have this story trans a male to female woman they're, they're they're this is a man who is delusional and thinking he can become a woman apologizes for bullying girl in school and she tells it's really she tells him you will always be the boy good for this girl you will always be the boy that bullied me good give it back to them exactly what they are don't go along with their delusions don't go along with their lies and yet that's what we see and so today what we're doing is we're taking some issues of when these when the Bible says that, as I read to you from Romans one, that these men who engage in this specifically is talking about that. But uh, also the women, too, we, we're, we're very familiar with this. They receive in themselves that recompense of their error, which was meat. That's Romans one twenty seven. I want just to hit this and I'm going to turn it over to Kate. This is from the NIH, the National Institutes of Health. Check this out. Healthcare problems of lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender patients. Now, they say 10% of the population is this. 
I don't believe it. I don't believe it at all. But this is what they say. These people face health care risks that are often not addressed because of lack of knowledge of the patient's sexual orientation. And it isn't about that. It's about their sexual behavior. Their orientation is what God has turned them over to, to a reprobate mind. Okay? Read Romans 1 again. Ignorance of specific health care issues are become uh, because the patient feels that the health care professional is homophobic. It has nothing to do with it. It has to do with their behavior. Their behavior is bringing this on. This is the, the that that recompense that God speaks about in Romans 1. And so it's telling them about this. This one comes from the Mayo Clinic. I mean, these are people who are recognized as health issues for sodomite men and other men who have sodomy or they engage in sodomy with other men. This is what it's telling them. And they try to tell them, oh, just put that condom on. Is there anything more unnatural for a man and a woman than to put a piece of plastic between you, let alone the disgusting act of sodomy. Then we have this article out of Christian Medical and Dental Associations, Negative Health Consequences of Same-Sex Sexual Behavior. At least they got that right. Same-Sex Sexual Behavior. And then we have this one from Hopkins Medicine. These were the guys who had the death map. You remember that uh, for the convids? Gay and bisexual men's health issues. So... So, you know, Kate, when we bring this up, this is not homophobic. That's just nonsense. This is reality. When you engage in this kind of behavior, you are bringing health consequences on you. And beyond that, you have come under the judgment of God for your idolatry because, as Romans 1 said, you won't honor God as God. You want to make him out to be just like you, just like all the people in Greek mythology. They want their gods to look just like them. They want them to sound like them. They want them to act like them. You have made a God who looks like you, and God says, that's the problem. You thought I was just like you. What do you say? Oh, that's not Brent. You're not, you're not Brent. I hit the wrong button. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. You know, you know, Tim, I just sent you something on uh, Telegram, the front cover of the Glamour magazine. I sent it you on Telegram. Yep. Um, yeah. Look at that. Um, Glamour magazine, which is synonymous with women, um, which is a, a magazine that women predominantly read. This is, clearly a woman because she's pregnant um she's got a uterus that's alive it's not from a cadaver you can't and she's pregnant but she's identifying as a bloke um i just i you know let me let me tell you just something else sorry in your um and and something else that's just going on i i listened to what you said but i just want to get all this in in the news at the moment we have um we have a, a TV presenter that's allegedly had an illicit affair with a young boy who's now 20 and he's in his he's 60, I think, this guy. And um, they're saying that he, he groomed this young man, but there's no evidence. For, you know, there's a lot of what people are saying and the whole fact that the TV studio, it looks like they've all covered for him. Nothing new there, but we can only allege that. We can't say it for fact. Um, the facts are that this young man is 20 and, and this guy is over 60 and there's, they're literally, whatever they want to call it, they're doing a trial by, by media and they're calling it, you know, grooming, which is the precursor to paedophilia. We know that that's exactly what it is. 
And this man came out and said he was gay when he was married, living with his wife and had two children. Um, because as I understood it from another producer, so I can only tell you hearsay, this young boy was about to, young man was about to go public, this runner. So this young man got a job on the studio. So, so I pose the question, would we be seeing the same story in the press if this was a 60-year-old man with a 20-year-old woman? Probably not. Um, probably not at all. It happens all the time. But there seems to be this big, uh, a big thing both ways, accepting all of this drag queens, um, these trans, uh, I, 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 you know, whatever, how many genders, I don't care, I'm not interested, but however many genders they say there is, um, you know, men that are women, women that are men, they don't like cis women. I, I'm not a cis woman, I'm a biological woman, but you've got all that over here. Then you've got this this whole thing where they're clearly going after this man and they're making it, it that he's, I believe, it's he's homosexual. <laughs> Team Kiwi's doing some work on my wooden house, sorry. Um, and um, this is all going on. And we're being told all of this to keep us absolutely focused and enraged about the men, the trans men, this grooming that the TV studios must have all known, and this is all going on, and it's all going on, and everyone's completely transfixed on it all. Um, and over here, we have an election coming up, and we have the fact that they're already putting into place, ready for this big pandemic, this Marburg and everything that's coming. Uh, all the camps have been built in, in America um, and everything else. So that that's what I feel about all of this. This is all just leading you leading you down a load of rabbit holes to keep your head under the soil, your backside in the air. But um, let's just go back to these uh, people, trans, whatever they are. There's I've got a book here. They're and just men called, and women who are delusional. I mean, that's uh, some you know, of them are, and we would have called it we would have called it mental illness. Sure, it would have. It would have been called him almost like schizophrenia. You've got endless personalities. It would have been called all those things. Well, this is what God calls it. I mean, he says he's yeah. turned them over to a reprobate mind. It is a worthless mind. It is, is not useful for the things to glorify him. It is worthless. So that's exactly right. We call it a mental illness. People were put into mental institutions over this stuff. They were reported for being that way and behaving that yeah. way. And now, yeah, and I remember, listen, I trained in 1984. And there was, it was, I was at this really old psychiatric hospital and some of the patients that were in there that were now elderly, in, totally institutionalized, they'd been given legactyl, it was very sad. They were, some of them were in there because they'd been promiscuous, some because they got pregnant outside of marriage, some because they had learning disabilities. One young man was in there because he was caught peeing, going for a pee publicly up on an entry lots of times and he was put in there. And exactly like what you say. now. Um, we, we have to remember the satanic element in here that one of the things I was interviewing Dr. Mary Crowley, Dr. Mary Crowley last week, um, and she's done lots of work in America and she's made a, uh, they've made a movie about the child trafficking. Now, one of the things that's done, and I've read about this by, uh, I think it was Kathy O'Brien, but years and years ago, one of the things that they do when they terrorize the child before they sacrifice the child and they take the blood is they sodomize the child because of the base chakra. That's why it's done at the same time, because they believe that you get all the energy if you sodomize 
at the same time as you're terrorizing and slitting the child's throat, gutting it and getting the blood. So they have to sodomize. And um, it's to do with the energy. The younger the child, the further away they are from puberty, the more energy. So this is why it's done to babies. It's done to very young children. This happens. I know it's really horrible for people to hear. But there's lots and lots of um, lots of evidence this happens. And it's happened for a long, long time. So what are we teaching everyone to do now? This is exactly what you're hearing now. They're learning it in schools. They're learning in schools that it's okay. And you're supposed to, little tiny children are supposed to find their bodies and what's pleasant. And it's okay. The World Health Organization, the UNN, wishing for little children to have sexual partners. So it's all part of this massive big attack. But also we have to remember the satanic element here of this sodomy. That's what this is all. I believe this is all connected. It's all the numbers on a clock face. Now, if we go back to something else that is is connected, um, it's the fact that, uh, and you can think whatever you want by it, the fact that they put so many synthetic hormones into the environment. Now, yesterday I was hooked up to a machine. I had a great day. I left rubies left, right and centre uh, while I was interviewing everyone. But I got hooked up to this big machine and it showed um, some of the things that I was contaminated with. One was I came up heavy for glyphosate and, and we all would. We've all got glyphosate. The other one was phthalates, which is in all your plastics. And these are the ones that are mimickers. You know, they can mimic hormones. Well, they when they started putting all the pesticides, herbicides, fungicides on, over 30 years ago, Silent Spring, Rachel Carson's movie Silent Spring first warned that man-made chemicals were taking a deadly toll on birds and wildlife. And only now are we recognizing the full consequences of this insidious threat, which is derailing sexual development and reproduction, not only in animal populations, but in humans as well. And what actually happens is, I think I've talked about this before, um, that you don't they don't know what they are they don't feel like a boy or a girl these children they don't know what it means to feel female or male they don't understand it and what you see are, are birth defects sexual ab abnormalities so you're seeing physical anomalies in in the genitalia you're seeing that um very very um you know small gonads um gonads that haven't dropped, um, uteruses that aren't developed. You're seeing lots of this. Um, reproductive failures in wildlife as well. Synthetic chemicals that mimic natural hormones upsetting normal um, reproductive and developmental processes. And humans appear that they're far from immune to it. These hormone imposters in the environment, male sperm counts have dropped. This book says 50%, but you only need to Google spermageddon. And towards, if I live that long, the end of my life, I'll see where nobody can fertilize an egg anymore. No man will be able to do it. Um, you're seeing lots of hormone-related cancers. We are an increase in endometriosis, cancer of the lining of the womb, and other disorders. Um, and it's threatening the ability of, of people to, to be able to reproduce. But it's also... It, it's quite frightening because these children don't know what they are. So you've not just got all of those jumping on the bandwagon because it's the next best thing to be trendy about. Then you've got 
a whole generation of confused teens. And this is nothing new. You saw it in the 60s where these people are going out and they're doing all this experimentation. And a lot of these people then feel utterly wretched with the things that they've done, they feel guilty about. And they're older. And my friend told me that, who's a psycho uh, psychotherapist. But you've actually got you've got those you've got the ones who do absolutely believe what that they are the, in the wrong bodies as they put it but then you've got the ones in the middle that are totally totally confused with hormone havoc in their body they don't know what they are they don't feel like you and i um so i i find that really really sad and um it's like an attack from every single angle but 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 it's imploding on itself because you've now got um a lot of the then they're not allowing the drag queens to go in and teach the children i mean why should they you've got now got someone that was supposedly loved by the nation a national love figure on the tv who's been on the tv you know for children for, for decades and decades and now on this program everybody loved him and a national treasure and now, and he came out as gay, even though he was married with children. And everybody was like, oh, isn't he brave? All his colleagues. Now he's being hung, drawn and quartered in the press for being, a. they're saying he's a groomer and he's a paedophile. So do you see what they're doing? I think it's like they're smoking all these people out, out of the shadows, ready for the big attack. It, it's... Yeah. Uh, well, it's it's like the guy, and I'm going to see if we can get him on the show, who wrote the pink swastika uh, about the the role of the sodomites, both the effeminate ones and the quote-unquote masculine ones in Nazi Germany. It's the same kind what of thing. What about Rome? You can go yeah. to Rome. Sure. The fourth Rome where they talked about being gay. This is nothing new. None of it's new. It's It's, it's all there. It's just... I don't know. You know, did anybody watch that movie, Brokeback Mountain? I wouldn't watch it just because I knew what it was. And I, oh, I, didn't watch you know, it. I didn't know. And I'd heard all the hype years ago and I watched it and I was repulsed. It made me squirm. Um, that Does that mean that I'm homophobic? No, just means I'm a heterosexual man. Just means woman. you know what natural and unnatural is. And when yeah. you see the unnatural, it does turn your stomach. It just does. And why, it's why so, Paul says it's shameful for even to talk about what they do. And so down, um, I live right near the epicenter of Gaydom, uh, near Brighton. We, they have a massive parade. I've said this before, and I'll say it again on, on here. I've seen it down there. I saw two grown men with their hands. They were dressed as babies. They had their hands down the front of each other's nappies, groping each other publicly. Everybody there. They weren't arrested. Now, if they'd addressed like that on any other day or two heterosexual men had dressed like that and behaved like that on any other day of the year, they'd have been arrested for indecent behavior. Uh, don't so count what? on it. Don't count on it. That The state is yeah, backing all of be. that kind of stuff. Not, maybe not now. Yeah. <laughs> they, would have been, they would have been when I was growing up, that's for sure, because you never saw any of this. So, Kate, let's ask some questions here. I made mention of at least four sites. I mean, uh, they're... They're dealing with medical issues and health issues. All four of them 
state that if you engage in this kind of behavior between the same sex, and we know, look, we know that heterosexuals have engaged in these things too uh, outside of marriage, and they incur some of these health issues too. But it's even more prominent. It's not just a health issue. Some of these people end up uh, heavily involved in drugs, and some of that happens with heterosexuals who are promiscuous, drinking, um, you know, uncontrollably, and all of this kind of stuff. And I think a lot of it is to is to try to uh, desensitize themselves or to dumb down the, their conscience to cut it off from the shame they feel for engaging in it. What are some of these things that that, that we're seeing? I can give you, you know, I have up on for the video. I have the issue of the, um, <clears throat> excuse me, these things that I posted the other day. Now, these are just a few things. Let me just share this with the radio audience because I want to get this out there before, you know, we uh, we end the show. There's nothing to be proud of. 58% of homosexuals have problems with intestinal worms. One in 15 homosexuals is a pedophile. Again, we're not, we're not broad brushing everybody. There's, there's certain numbers here. Nothing to be proud of. 33% of homosexuals have problems with alcoholism. On average, a sodomite man, he has up to 80 sexual partners per year, and on average, a total of 1,000 over a lifetime. And that's not new numbers, by the way. Uh, on average, a straight man has eight sexual partners in his lifetime. Perfect correlation between childhood rape and homosexual behavior. I believe that. I do believe that that, that trauma produces in people a confusion over things. And that's why the person who does it should be put to death. That should be the just punishment for them. Oh, Tim, you're calling for murder. No, I'm calling for justice. There's a difference between those two things. Keep them separate. 47% of gays or uh, sodomites admit to having been raped by an adult man during their childhood or adolescence. I, I totally see how that can be. Homosexuals represent 2% of the world's population, if that. But they represent 33% of pedophile rapists. Hmm. 78% of homosexuals have STDs, sexually transmitted diseases. 23% of children with lesbian parents have been sexually abused. Homosexuals represent 2% of the world's population, but they represent 67% of AIDS patients. 51% of cases of domestic violence occur in same-sex couples. So though they're only, they're less than 2% of the population, Kate, the numbers are pretty staggering even among those small numbers of them that have it. It's as though the hand of God's judgment is upon them, not blessing them, but bringing, because of their behavior, they're bringing a curse on themselves. Yeah, so let me give you my personal experience now. I worked for an airline for 10 years. And, uh, yeah, I, I can honestly say, I remember going on a day like Maniac to New York. There was a lot of promiscuity among homosexuals. I've seen a lot of promiscuity among heterosexuals as well. I have. But I do know, I remember, um, I remember one particular guy and when when he we went on this daylight maniac and he told me he'd um managed to be met by five different men in the course of this one evening at a club when when we went to new york so and i can remember then thinking wow you know a woman would, would a woman do that <laughs> could you do that in that short space of time and there probably are some women who do that but 
continue. Uh, but I um so so from a from a point of view, so if you look at anybody, anybody at all, STD clinics, sexually transmitted diseases have gone up, even in the heterosexual community and among older people. So people are are being more promiscuous. They are um this is happening everywhere. But if if you just look at what you're talking about today, um, people that eat junk food, they go to sleep like really early hours of the morning, like Simone and I did. If they're um, if they're doing illicit drugs, even just smoking, if they're doing any other drugs, and also we know that that um, semen when it's in the in the anus, it's only two cells thick. It's it's toxic when it's in the stomach. It's toxic. It's when it's in the vagina, it's it's not toxic, but it does drop your immunity. That's exactly what it does. When when a couple come together, it slightly drops the immunity. And when on your body, then when you have intercourse with that man the second time or that's husband, then you you don't have the antibodies to it. And that's why when you constantly have different partners, you see that inflammation at the cervix because HPV virus has never really proven that it exists they think it's like the fossil of a virus in itself so it's more to do with that that's why they say that if you have multiple partners at a young age you're more likely to have cervical cancer it's that constant inflammation so so if that semen's dropping your immunity and you're having lots of um intercourse it's not intercourse actually if you're having it's sodomy it's that's what it is it's sodomy in your stomach then that makes sense um, but then if you're going without sleep, if you're eating junk food, you're doing drugs, you're eventually going to get sick. And and this is what happened. Then they were all tested with the uh, PCR and they said, oh, they've got HIV. There is no evidence that the HIV positive test leads to what they call AIDS. And all it was was it, they they then put them on AZT which destroys their, their fighter cells. They got leukocytopenia and it was Anthony Fauci that renamed leukocytopenia AIDS. So that, that right there gets that one up. Um, but they, um, you know, when you talk about antibodies, why people get sick, why they get sick, antibodies have a purpose in the body and it's a secondary line of defense to white blood cells in the systemic cleanup of body garbage. So they're going to have lots of antibodies to these things because they're toxic because of what they're doing. But um, they that all of those things that you pulled up. Yeah, people, we we to give a balance thing here, we could, you know, that's pulled up and it's talking about homosexuals. And that's what you're talking about today. But we could probably pull up a similar thing for heterosexuals now. And we could show that parasites have gone up. STDs have gone up. There would be, you know, all of these things because of the way people are living now it's not just so i, I want to say that as a balance because a lot of those things have gone up in both but as you're talking about what's happening today um it's i don't know how everyone else feels about it but i i sort of feel a bit like saturated enough already uh, you know this when we're seeing men dressed out in in it dressed up in leathers and this sadomasochistic gear and they're leading them along the road like dogs for the children to see and then you've got all the people going to all these you have to question the parents who are taking the children to these things because there's always amen there's always been porn right back to the romans you had caligula there's always been porn there's always been prostitutes always um 
But if you put all of that aside, you wouldn't take your children there. I think we've got to start questioning. They're bringing all of the, these, all of these deviances would have been in the shadows, the underground, if you like. They would have been done under the cover of darkness or very quietly and discreet. Um, they'd have been done like that. But now they're being, they're being coaxed out of the shadows. So why are these parents now exposing their children to this? Wouldn't that make you go off in the other direction? Any good parent? It would, because it's, it's taking the children's innocence away. Um, but at the same time, I think personally, there's something really, really sinister going on. And that is, if you look up the Noahide laws, these people are all being coaxed out into the open and they're getting everybody turned against everybody. And don't they do that before they're going to attack? Yeah, they absolutely do. They they absolutely do. Let me let me throw this one in here too, really quick, because you were making mention of what Fauci did with uh, the the renaming to AIDS and such. Some people don't know this. I'm I'm sure probably people who listen to the show uh, on a regular basis, you guys know it. But uh, there are many people who are not aware of this. This is the New York Times. All right, this is from 1982. Listen to what AIDS was called prior to this. Why? Because it was in it was mainly. Uh, in the sodomite community. Now, some people have said, well, this was a CIA thing and they had they had, you know, put this in. I remember I remember the time when Steven Seagal showed up on a late night show and, and put this out and everybody thought he was Looney Tunes about it. Nevertheless, it was pro it was prominent in the sodomite community. This is the New York Times. It's not Tim Brown. This is the New York Times, the same one who promotes the sodomites and the transgressors, delusionals and all that other. This is what they said. The cause of the disorder is unknown. Researchers call it AID, or later it'd be called AIDS, uh, Acquired Immune Deficiency Syndrome, for Acquired Immunity Deficiency Disease, or GRID, Gay-Related Immunodeficiency. And they use the term gay. Why? Because in the 80s, they were marketing queer, sodomite, lesbian, all this to be gay. So they were, and they were trying to make the sodomites and the lesbians and all these people, what they were trying to do was to get you, get them to play the victim. So you had a sympathy for them. So you accepted them. So then they could push towards the Supreme Court to do away with this, these anti-sodomy law. That was a, that was a whole progression that was there. And I want people to understand, even the New York Times called it this kind of thing. Kate's going to stay with us just a little bit. We're going to go over a little bit. So if you want to hear the rest of this, sonsoflibertymedia.com. Before it's news.com, you can catch us, and then I'll be back after I get a nap that I desperately need for two hours a day in the afternoon show, sonsoflibertymedia.com. Have a great weekend. See you on Monday. Lord willing. Adios. All right. want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio and also Missouri, Liber Missouri Liberty Radio. You can find them at molibertyradio.us if you want to listen, and I think Sam told me that they have moved the time from 4 p.m. to 1 p.m., so if you... If you're on Missouri Liberty Radio, thank you for listening. And Sam, thank you for your support and your trust. Kate, back to you. Yeah, interestingly. So so what they did with the the people that got sick, the gays, I think yet again, it was a targeted attack. They were lured out. And what they did, um, the, they were told once they had this PCR test to take AZT. And they were really scared into taking it. and um, it, they would 
they would you know they would tell them that they had to take it and then people start taking it 51 percent of the people using azt then developed lymphatic cancer 51 percent so it's all they were lured out and then they were given this terrible drug which is that that's actually what killed them and i i personally believe for me personally that it was another time when they were going after that community but then pretended that they were helping them by oh you've got you've got this new disease hiv and we need to give you azt because then it killed lots of them all of them that took the azt got really sick and and they still do and so i believe it was another attack on them so they giving them all of this we're celebrating you trans all of this it's literally bringing them out of the shadows ready for the next attack and uh i i really do think that's what's going on and all of this about um you know where we're so many years off before we'll be able to transplant a womb transplant a womb that's eugenics that's exactly what that is it's frankenstein eugenics when they're talking about we're going to transplant a womb from a cadaver from a dead body just to say you can't take an organ that's dead. That's why when they do organ harvest on somebody, they keep them, they keep them, you know, ventilated. I was going to say they keep them alive, but of course you're not, you're not, I don't believe in the brain dead thing. If your heart's still beating, you're still alive. Um, the life is, is in the blood. And if the heart is beating and it's going through the blood, you're alive. You're not brain dead. You're not dead. And they take the organs. They just paralyze you, take the organs. You have to be alive to take the organs. So when they talk about they're going to be taking a, a uterus from a cadaver and putting it into a man so that they can have a baby. Are you kidding me? What drugs are they going to have to give? This is this is real witchcraft. It's Frankenstein. It's outrageous. Um, why do they need to do that? And, you know, I, I even was listening to a, a, a lesbian and she was saying they've got it all wrong. You know, I don't she I, I this lesbian she said i like women i don't want a man that, that that now says he's a woman she said it's all wrong it's all messed up. and i thought this is all just like a, it's like one of those those minefield bombs that you see in the water it's just like from every direction now if i feel like that what do the children feel like what do the kids think in the schools that are going to these schools and their flags and all these genders and, you know, discover your own body. and You can have a sexual partner. Can you imagine the spaghetti junction that's going on in children's minds? It's it's disgusting. Oh, I totally agree. I totally agree. So and why? Why? So so it just takes you straight back to one thing. This is going to play out. This is what they're doing. Their motives are going to be showed quite soon because I hate to remind people here, the very people that are in charge, the very people in the shadows that are in charge of all this, that are laying the foundations for all this, they absolutely hate anything to do with the gay community. They hate it all. They're, they're, uh, so, you, you, you know, this is all the foundations are being laid for it, but you've got to say they're going to roll this out. They're going to carry on with their agenda. They're not going to stop. So what are you going to do? You need to leave, get your kids out of it and protect your kids and stay out of the, the storm while it all goes off. 
because this is just going to get worse and uglier. So what are these parents going to do, Tim? I'm just going to put this to your audience. What's the next step for these parents? They're allowing their kids into school to see all these things. Then they're allowing these these subjects to be taught to a five-year-old, you know, finding what you like, pleasuring yourself. You can have a sexual partner. What's the next step? They're going to allow their kids to have an adult sexual partner. They're going to allow pedophilia. Oh, that's what they're pushing for now. Yeah, that's exactly what they're pushing for. So are parents going to actually allow that? Because I think at that point, that's when, you know, when they, people say they're my kids, I can do what I like. Well, actually, they're not your kids because, you, hmm. you know, you just got parental responsibility. At what stage are people then going to say, so what, tell me what the difference is between rescuing children from pedophilia and sex trafficking to your own parents allowing it in the school. What's the difference? Yeah, there, there is. Yeah, there is no difference. It's it's child abuse right at its right on its face. That's what it is. And we used to understand that. But again, you know, we, we've moved into a time where uh, and, and, and I'm not convinced that everybody buys into this. Again, this is a small number of people. It's blown up in the news. It's put out here on in their news feeds. And it becomes this thing that we're even, you know, we should have shut it down in government if there was some real men in who are our indentured servants in government as soon as the guy who looks like fred flintstone with a wig on uh in in the health department of the united states as soon as he came in to be appointed he should have been laughed out of the room because how can we take you serious dude you don't even know what what gender you are get out of here that he should have been laughed out of the room he really should have been done but no they take it serious they do the same thing with um uh, the chick who is probably the d probably dumber than Jen Psaki, uh, the KJP who who does Biden stuff, she should have been laughed off the stage. She should be laughed off the stage every time she comes on and how stupid she is. And not just stupid, but her behavior. She acts like it's something to be proud of. And this is exactly how they behave themselves. Let me hit this because these people are not, you know, somebody says, oh, well, quit call it, telling everybody how sinful they are. And this, and, well, look, part of the job of bringing the good news or the gospel to people is to diagnose them. This is why the good news is good news. We give you the bad news first. God has given his law. You've broken that law. We're going to show you that you've broken that law. And therefore, you're already condemned. I'm not here to condemn you. I'm here to diagnose you, show you you're a sinner, and then call you to repentance to bow the knee before the king who gave his life for sinners. So let me read these right quick. These are a couple of examples of diagnosis of that very thing. And I read this one yesterday, but I'm going to add some more. This is 1 Corinthians chapter 6. And this is why I was off a minute ago when I, I don't know why I had 1 Corinthians 6 on the mind. Uh, and we had to go to 1 Corinthians 5. But notice what Paul says. Verse 9, know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived, neither fornicators. Those are the ones engaging in sexual conduct outside of marriage, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind. Those are the sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. He goes on and he repeats this almost verbatim, a little bit of change. This is Galatians chapter five. And he says this, 
He says in verse 18, he says, but if ye be led of the spirit, you're not under the law. In other words, if you've got the spirit of God, you're not under the law. It doesn't mean that the law doesn't apply in the sense of defining right and wrong. Uh, we automatically want to obey God. We don't sin. We're not looking to sin. Um, and it's not a practice of our life. But then he says this, he says, now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, reveling, and such like of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. And then one final one, and this concerns the law. This is Paul speaking to Timothy. And he says this, but we, this is first uh, Timothy chapter one, verse eight, but we know that the law is good. Do you hear that Christian? The law is good. It's not something bad. It's good. It's right. And it's holy. Read Romans. Paul makes that argument. If a man use it lawfully. Okay. It's good. If a man use it lawfully, knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous man, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and for sinners, for unholy and profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for manslayers, for whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind. Again, there's your little ticket right in there. Another way of saying these are the sodomites here for men stealers, for liars, for perjured persons, and if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine, according to, notice this, according to the glorious gospel of the blessed God, which was committed to my trust. So you see right there, Paul is linking the law in that it is good if a man use it lawfully. And why is that? And he lists out all these things. He says, it's because it's according to the glorious gospel of the blessed God. And I'm going to tell you, if you have a preacher who shies away from the law to bring the knowledge of sin and of the lawgiver who gave the law, you do not have a good news to give people. If, you, if you're out there just saying, God loves you and has a wonderful plan for y'all. Somebody had this video. Thankfully, the person was a had repented of homosexuality, but he's calling people to repent. That was great. But he started off, God loves everybody and has a wonderful plan for you. Is this Rick Warren nonsense? That is not scriptural. Repentance is, but you have to bring the law and use it lawfully, as he says here, use it lawfully to show man, just like a, a guy might go, he, he might come to you, Kate, and he, he might say, hey, I've got this, this issue with my skin here. I don't know what's causing it. You look at it, you say, okay, you've got eczema, and that's probably produced from blah, 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 and you list out all the things that you know that usually cause that. Okay, you need to repent from, I mean, that's basically what you're telling them. You need to repent from eating these things, doing these things, or whatever you're doing, and you need to do these things instead. Same thing happens with in the spiritual, you need to stop doing these things that are against the law, and now you need to repent and do these things which God has uh, set you free from sin to do, and that is those good works found in Ephesians 2.10. That'd be the same kind of thing. And I want people to understand it's not just health problems that people who engage in this behavior will have. They have You have a, a deadly spiritual problem going on inside of you from which you need a Savior, and there ain't no drug on the planet that will save you from even the foods you eat are not going to save you from these things from uh, this judgment that comes 
And so we call you also to repent from doing what you're doing uh, besides just, you know, anything that, that deals with health wise as well. Okay. Absolutely. And uh, just I'm looking at all what what people are writing about all this right now, about all down, all about all of it. What's what's going on? I think um, I think today I'm suffering from extreme tiredness after three hours sleep. And I feel very tearful about everything that I'm seeing. So when you when you call for repent, you know, that's exactly what I was just thinking. I'm going to go for a great big walk later and just some prayers and something to cleanse my physical being, some juices, cleanse my mind, because that is what we need to do. We do need to call to repent. We also need to cry out for the Lord at this time, because I think I I just I'm kind of saturated with it all today. It's just everything's just so horrible. I The, the, the innocence of being attacked, the. Um, the fact that it's been rammed down everyone's throat, that the, the, the people that think that they they are um, woke, you know, the, the students or in the universities. Actually, I don't know whether you saw, Tim, the young man that had the T-shirt on in school where he said there are two genders. Um, it's been ruled by a court. He can't wear that T-shirt to school. He should wear it anyway. Yeah. And um, but but why did that even get to court? Why did a judge have to decide that that young man can't wear a T-shirt that's stating biology? There's nothing rude on it. There's no swear words, profanities. He's just said there are two genders. Why is that? Why did that need to get to a court? It didn't. And, and that was some of the stuff that we're learning, um, you know, when we've had Dave Jose on, when I'm going to be bringing, um, uh, we did the pre-record yesterday. And like I said, I was just dog tired i you'll people will be able to see it right the first i'm i'm just like i can't remember things it's the middle of the day and i needed it yeah that's but, what i'm like today yeah and I'm, we're gonna get let you go and, and do that but that's that's part of it but i think a lot of it has to do with who they've put in place to rule on these things like elena kagan uh, bradley has pointed this out she was brought in by obama right before they did the whole Obertfell uh, ruling with regard to it was really a taxation issue which shouldn't have been done directly on the people in the first place. If you understand how that works, they had a direct taxation and the government apparently wasn't recognizing their quote unquote lesbian marriage that they had in, I think it was in Canada and they came over here trying to enforce or trying to force it on the population. And the reason they got it through was because our, our, indentured servant says we need to have a direct taxation on people so see how all this stuff went once you get away from the law once you get away from the truth you start opening up a can of worms for all kinds of sins to be justified by the court system i mean it's 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 a sad reality but that's what that's what ends up happening but kate do you, i know you're tired i know you need some rest oh, all right no go, go ahead i just well <laughs> I, I i think i'm a bit emotional today by it all because i just think I, I just think my children. Um, oh, incidentally, please tell your son we played his. Uh, <laughs> his we, we, it was played on Unity News Network. Nice. On night. It was. It was so nice. He'll be happy um, about that. But, you know, these children, look what they're born. Look what they're being born into right now. It's. It, it's bizarre. It, it's all bizarre. And it's been it's been rammed down everyone's throat. And also, um, you know, 
the, the the very famous footage where Joan Rivers talks about Obama, Michael Obama, she calls him Michael. Why, where are people, why do people believe that that's a man? Why do they believe that's a man? And why are people saying that publicly? And, um, and why, um, why do you have all these people put in government that are, that are, um, that are supporting this all of a sudden we have all governments that are supporting this and then even the hunter biden thing the stuff on those laptops is just oh it's incredible yeah and i think it's a way i think all of that stuff being exposed uh ends up demoralizing the people too because they're shown the stuff and nobody brings right. any justice yeah. it's though this it's is what i was trying to say yeah go ahead everything that's going on everything that's going on now this TV presenter, the fact that the rest of the studio people believe that they must have known, um, the, the the man on the front cover of the magazine, but it's a woman because it's pregnant, they're bringing the UN pushing for children to have sexual partners, that it's like all of this has been shown to everybody and the people are being slowly eroded. They're losing, what does the devil come to do? Cheat, lie, steal, and kill. And he uses fear and prejudice. And the Lord tells us to put on our full armor of God and our helmet of salvation, which is our hope, and keep our hope and our faith. And so what's actually happening is they're showing you this all the time. They're going, look at this. We can do whatever we like. You can't stop us. We're going to do this. We're going to take your children. We're going to sodomize them. We're going to, we're going to kill them. We're going to take their blood. We're going to let men have sexual partners with your babies. We're going to murder your babies right to the day that they're born. And we're going to call it legalized abortion. We're going to do all of this, all of this. We're going to do every single thing. And you're going to not be able to do anything about it. And what's the very thing that people do when they feel that that they that they 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 lose hope? They lose hope when they feel that they can do nothing about it. And what is this that's going on? It's a spiritual warfare. It's a war on our mind. It's fourth generation warfare. It's spiritual warfare, and that's what's happening. People are losing. Faith. They've got no faith in the judicial system. They've got no faith in the governments. They've got no faith in the medical system. They've got no faith in the social care setting. Uh, I was hearing that um, in Texas, they they have only about six months left of welfare checks. So then, what happens? What happens then when there's no more money for the welfare checks in Texas? What's going to happen? So people are, are, they they feel like they can't turn anywhere. There's no one looking out for them anymore because they always believed the government loved them and there was their mummy and daddy. Uh, and they, they've been turned into useless, useless eaters, useless children because they can't, they don't know how to grow food. They don't know how to stand in their communities. They don't know how to stay alive. And they're looking for someone to save them who is of flesh and blood. But we know that the person that saves us is Christ. Well, that's right. And I, I think that's a good good note to where we can look to close out the show. Because some people think when I read texts like I've read, that somehow, look, and there's a part of me, I'm angry with people's behavior, and I'm angry for the people who taught them to behave that way and said it was okay to do that. I am angry about that, okay? But I also want to know from experience my own behavior 
beforehand. And the things I engaged in were just as sinful as what they're doing, except in their case, God called theirs an abomination. He calls my, the things I was engaged in sin, violation of his law. And so there is good news for those. Look, if you are a sodomite, a lesbian, a transdelusional transgressor, if you're calling your, you have all these genders and non-binary, you're one of those kind of people. Listen to me. And you've heard something in this that has said, yep, I'm wrong and I'm ashamed of it. Listen, listen carefully. There is one that you can have faith in. Yeah, I don't have faith in our government. I don't have faith in the medical industry. I don't have faith in the banking industry or any of that. But I do have faith in the one who has made all things. He is the lawgiver and he is the savior of all men. Somebody made mention in, in, uh, in the chat. And hey, thank you for coming in, even though you don't agree with you know, the fact that there is a God, you know, Romans 1 says, you know, he's there. You don't want to give him glory as God. And there may be a variety of reasons why you take that position. But ultimately, I'm glad you're here because I'm not here to preach to you a religion. I'm here to preach to you that there is a kingdom with a real king who say who really saves. He doesn't make it possible to save sinners. He actually saves sinners. He actually changes them. He actually takes out their heart of stone. He actually puts in a new heart of flesh. And listen, if you're a person that's been engaging in these behaviors, I'm here to tell you there is forgiveness and there is mercy and there can be a restoration. But you got to meet the king on his terms. And he says, you've got to leave that stuff behind. you got to repent of it. you got to turn from it. And if you will, and if you'll cry out for, to him for mercy, he'll give it to you. But you've got to meet him on it. You can't just say he loves me the way I am. And so I can just keep on doing these things that are against him that he says are an abomination. You, you can't keep doing that and expect that the God of heaven is going to apply the blood of his son that he, he spilled for sinners. You can't expect that he's going to apply that to you if you're going to remain in your rebellion against him. And that is the good news. The good news is there's hope for sinners. But it's by turning away from their sin. Kate, I'm going to give you the final word. Yeah, we're told in scripture, actually, uh, you know, gluttony, gluttony is a sin. When I was really tired this morning and we were laughing, Simone and I, uh, our rubbish skills at getting home, I went into a service station and, and I, I don't really drink tea or coffee at all anymore. And uh, I, I got a coffee for the two of us because I was really tired. And uh, there was all these Krispy Kreme donuts and I looked at them, and of course, what do you do when you're tired? You crave sugar. Now, I could have gone and bought loads of those donuts, had one, and I'd have eaten 10. But I, I don't eat anything like that. I'm really quite strict. And uh, But we know it, I know it's wrong, and I know it'll hurt my body. Well, that's the sin as well, what you're talking about, Tim. I, I don't even like saying the word. <laughs> and it uh, begins with S. Um, but uh, we, know it, we, we inherently know things are wrong. We know it's wrong to kill somebody. You know, you know things are wrong. Something deep inside you tells you it's like if you steal something, you know it's wrong. You 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 can feel if you if you do something like that, you know it's wrong. You question yourself. So that is, you know, that when we talk about that Holy Spirit that's in us, well, we can't hear the voice of God if we've got earpods in our ears, twenty four hours a day, blasting out music. Um, we can't hear. If we are not in some quiet space, shutting out all of the background white noise, we're not even going to be, be able to hear the Lord speaking to us. So that would be my final thing, to sit 
in quiet or walk in quiet. Find some quiet space where it's just you and your thoughts and the Lord, and it will come to you. Pray and ask and it shall be given. Seek and you'll find. That's exactly what I do. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, I, you know, I would end just going on with that. The Bible tells us that we're to be still and know that he's God. Jesus didn't say you go out and do your prayers on the corner. That's what the hypocrites, that's what these false teachers, Heidi is recommend, uh, making mention of that before. The, the false prophets, the false teachers, they go out there so that men look at them. So they get the aggrandizement from men. He says, go in your closet and your father sees what happens in private and he'll reward you in public. Now, I guess you could say I'm in public. We're, we're talking about the word of God. I give that, but I don't try to be some, I've never tried to be something that I'm not. Uh, people know my, I mean, if you want to know my faults, come ask the people in my family. They know it. They know it. But I think there's a thing in which the people of God, those who name the name of God, Yahweh, and his son, the Lord Jesus, we have to be those who demonstrate to people what it is to repent. Mm -hmm. And sadly, too many, Kate, are unwilling to acknowledge their own sin and to repent of that. You know, this, they, they'll quote Chronicles 714 and they'll say, oh, yeah, but they forget. It says, if my people, not ever, not the world, if my people will repent and turn from their what? Their wicked ways, God's people, the ones who name his name. If we'll turn, we'll teach others to do the same thing. But if we're going to be self-righteous like the Pharisees and we're going to come out and say, nope, there's no, we don't have any sin. What, what are you talking about? We, we didn't kill the prophets and they're scheming how they can kill the son of God. Come on, man. You, I mean, I pulled the, uh, Joe Biden there, but come on, really. The hypocrisy that's there is incredible. And so one of the things we want to do is we want to repent ourselves. And, we, and so thus we show other people. Kate, thank you so much. Uh, as Thank always, you. get you some rest. And uh, we didn't see Fat Dave. He he must be out. He oh, must that's be locked because <laughs> that's because I'm upstairs. Because uh, Team Kiwi was going back to New Zealand. He graciously looked after my doggies yesterday while he did loads more of the jobs. This man can do everything. <laughs> I mean, he's incredible. Uh, he can look after the dogs and the cats as well. But no, he. Uh, uh, I'm upstairs because he's um, mending all of my wooden house. Um, sorting out the chainsaw and he's stacking all the wood in it so he's mending it so i can use it as a wood store and he's also building he's doing the wood for my herb garden he's going to be building up so i'm upstairs where it's quiet because otherwise you'll hear drilling and stuff outside so fat dave is outside larding it in the sunshine but somewhere around is the fattest cat ever which is gloria gainer <laughs> Uh, she's been putting in a lot of appearances on a lot of shows. Um, I'm on uh, TNT tomorrow at 11 a.m. GMT, which is 12 midday BST with Kerry Rivera. And we're talking carnivore diet and chlorine dioxide for autism. I want and you to ask her about that vitamin B complex thing in the chlorine dioxide. I sent you a question, but I, I don't think you saw it. I, I want will, you to I'll ask, ask her. her. Yeah. And, uh, and, and for everyone, please do go look at my Twitter account because yesterday it was really funny. We were in the car park and a brand new Rolls Royce pulled in front of me. And I said, oh, you forgot about me. And the, the chauffeur thought this was really funny. So I ran around the other side of the car and opened the door to get in. <laughs> anyway, Simone took a picture of it 
this is a Rolls Royce, a brand new Rolls Royce. And then I put it on Twitter because they're calling me a grifter. I said, this grifting really pays well as I get in my Rolls Royce. <laughs> um, so I had a, we had a good old giggle about that. But uh, a, I mean, I can't imagine how much Rolls Royce cars are. You know what a Rolls Royce is, right, Tim? I know what it is. Never been in one. Yeah, well, I nearly got in one yesterday and the chauffeur thought this was so funny. He, he did have a really good giggle about it. But um, yeah, you know, uh, so I, I'm going to put that on there. The Twitter will go mental when I mention about chlorine dioxide again. I did a post last week of all about hydrogen peroxide. Oh, my word. It brought every everybody out the closet, even though I gave them quotes and PubMed studies. There's the picture of me getting in the Rolls Royce. <laughs> <laughs> somebody's rolls royce i have not seen a new one like that i see the old style so i'm, I'm not yeah even familiar it's with any um as simone we laughed so much but the chauffeur thought it was so funny he was really he great he went along with it because we ended up we took a few more photographs of me waving at the people simone was very entertained um so uh, and then like i say you know um going around meeting all the guys from tnt at the radio that was kind of cool to be at that conference a better way dr tess laurie um that was kind of cool that i was invited there finally that they uh, you know want me on there but um it was it was re it's really good to get out so and and do what we've got to do but you know what folks before i go you need to really start thinking about how you're going to get through all of this because they don't set set up these things and test these things and put lots of uh, guidelines and laws in place unless they're going to use them. And they're coming back and they're coming back with Marburg and they're coming back with a whole big new pandemic. And it's they're telling you, they're telling you that Bill Gates smiling, there's going to be another one in 25. That's going to get you, you that'll get you noticed. And we know, we know that's exactly. Oh, incidentally, Tim, Dr. Andrew Rallis, um, he's, you had him on the show, right? Yeah, he's Dr. over there in Greece. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's having a house built in Greece. He, they did a documentary, a, a current affairs program with me on and a translator, and it made it onto mainstream TV. And um, Greece is really cheap. So I'm actually going to go on holiday to Greece for a week. And uh, I will do you a show from there. And, and Dr. Rallis said, you know, I'll set up an interview in the studio for you and all the rest of it. He has set up in Greece a blood bank of unvaccinated. Nice. They've got, they've got a huge following in Greece. I had a big, long conversation with him last week. And I've connected him with Rachel Seller um, because of some other stuff she's doing. Hey, Rachel Seller, the forensic nurse, is getting married. Nice. I don't know whether I should have said that on here. You're going to love this, Tim. She won't mind me telling you. He's ex-military law enforcement. He's a hunter. He has a cabin in the hills. And she says, he hunts for me and he feeds me. Nice. That's really good. Yeah. And she said, you know, he's, she said he's such a good man. She said, he's not what I would do. He's so good. He just wants to look after me. He knows what's coming. He's awake to it all. And here's the best bit. He's a, he's a Christian and he yep. sits and reads his Bible out Amen. loud. Amen. And then lives it. The, Kate, there's a there's one thing I'm going to leave with and then we're going to close out the show. Uh, this is from Mr. Wordsworth. And I think Mr. Wordsworth probably speaks for a lot of people 
that come on on Saturdays, come on your shows on Wednesdays. Son, I mean, you're getting to be a busy little bee. No wonder you're so tired. Uh, but he says, thanks, Kate, for what you do. May the Lord continue to strengthen you. Oh, give, you a mouth, give you a mouth and wisdom that the enemies of God can never gain, say, nor resist. Amen. That's brother. That's why we that's why we gave her the platform, because she had things to say that they were trying to shut down. And I remember, Kate, when we brought you on over three years ago that you told me I've only been a Christian about a year and a half or so. Uh, to where you started living out your faith and learning these things. I've seen you grow. I've seen the Lord bring you to those times of testing. Uh, you've endured them. People have not heard our conversations off air when you're going through some of those stressful times or when you're arrested or put in jail or fine. And I got to say, there were times where, yeah, there it was a burden to you. It was, it was rough, but you never lost sight of the Lord no. and following him. And you said, I am, I can I will not give in to any of this. I want people to know that because they didn't hear those kinds of things behind the scenes, but, and without giving any details, I want them to know what the Lord is doing in your life, not what you're doing. You know, Paul says, I'm the one who's dead. It's Christ who lives in me. I don't live for the flesh anymore. I live for Christ. And I think that I have been privileged to witness that, the work of God in your life. We're, we're not there yet. We haven't attained, like uh, Paul says, but I do see the Lord working in your life. And I'm grateful that uh, he has given opportunity for us to be together on Saturdays that we are and brothers and sisters. And you can all watch my baptism too. in the ocean because it was meant to be. It was meant to be last week and we had to rearrange it for July and you're going to watch it all on Zoom live on the show. <laughs> cool. Very <laughs> cool. As long as you're baptized in the spirit, that's really what matters. And yeah. only God can do that. I mean, you know, John says, I baptize with water. Jesus, he says, but there's one coming after me, Jesus. He's going to baptize with the Holy Ghost and fire. And so if you've been baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire, which is part of being born again, then that's what really matters. That's what really matters. Kate, thank you again so much for all that you do. For Have a lovely on. day, guys. Yeah, get your rest. I'm, and I'm to check out my goodie bags, and I've got to co contact all these affiliate links. Uh, yeah, oh, that's the thing. Buy that Super Greens. It's making my hair grow so fast. I, I need to drop that link. That's uh, for the, um, the Genesis stuff, right? Genesis yeah, and when, when I've got this link up, you can get some of this because I spoke to the doctor. She's okay. wonderful. She, wonderful. She takes three a day for three months and then after that, one a day. And for all the kids that are out there now that think it's okay to, to go, you know, and have unprotected sex, all these young adults, if you, you, you know, you're getting exposed to these spike proteins, this degrades the, the spike. It's incredible. Well, let's just talk about, let's just end this with this. It's not about protected sex. Protected sex is marriage. Yeah, exactly. If, if you want to protect sex, said. if you I want said, to protect your body, don't have sex with anybody except your marriage partner. Ta-da, there I you go. Yesterday, and Pretty the Italian simple. guy who was next to me was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, you need to just stop this right now. This is going so far away. And they were all nodding and everyone was nodding. The camera crew was nodding. It was great. Anyway, have a Amen. lovely day and I will see you all next week. All right. Thank you. Okay. There's Kate. And uh, I'll be back with you at three. Hopefully I will have a nap. I've got a bunch of stuff to do. I've got an email to get out today. I've got uh, the articles I put up and things of that nature. So pray the Lord to give me strength and clarity of mind. The further I go along in the day, this is why we do the show. Usually early in the morning. I'm a little sharper in the morning. I can tell in the afternoon. I'm just...
So um, pray that that'll be there and that uh, we'll be able to do what the Lord wants us to do and and give that word uh, at three o'clock. SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Have a great day, a great weekend. Get with the people of God. I'm not saying you have to go attend a church, go to a church building. Get with the people of God. Open up, open up your your house to your neighbors. Read the Word of God. Pray. Share a meal with them. Be hospitable. That's what we're supposed to be with them. We're supposed to demonstrate our love. Share with them the good news of the gospel and uh, and open that up and give glory to God. Spur one another on to love and good works. And then, Lord willing, we'll talk to you bright and early, 6 a.m. on Monday morning. Dave Hosea is going to be with us. We're going to be talking about the difference in law between private and public. And I'm hoping that we get into things like driver's license. What you're doing on a public road and things of this nature. I hope we get some stuff in there that's very practical and beneficial to you guys. And we'll see you at that time.